Welcome to the Business That's Story Built podcast. I'm your host, Christy Bilbrey, a marketing strategist and brand story expert. My goal is to help you understand exactly what sets you apart from your competitors and how to confidently and authentically share that with the world. Your stories are what draw in your audience and keep them coming back for more of you and what you offer. In the business world, the top storytellers grow the top businesses. Let's chat about how to share your stories to grow your business. Thank you so much for listening today. Are you someone who likes watching documentaries? I don't watch nearly as many as I would like to, but my in-laws recently let my husband and I borrow their Ken Burns country music documentary. And I've heard a ton about Ken Burns, and I know he's kind of the guy to go to for documentaries, but I I think this is the first one I've actually watched. So if you have seen this one, the country music documentary, or any of his other documentaries, let me know. I'd love to hear what you thought about it. Uh, you could send me a DM on Instagram at Christy Bilbrey. Today, I'm just going to have a quick episode with something that stood out to me while I was watching the country music documentary, and I thought, oh my gosh, this makes perfect sense to me, and this is something I need to share with my audience. Did you know? It's so funny because I'm watching this, and it starts almost exactly a hundred years ago. So they start talking around 1920 and the early 1920s about how radio was spread across the country. And it's just interesting to me because podcasts feel like the new form of radio and radio was initially spread by business owners who wanted to find another way to get their advertising out and they would do it locally and dependent on how big their company was, either broadcast regionally or nationally. And the whole point was to promote whatever their goods and services were and to keep people coming back and entertaining them, they would add musical entertainment. So (laughs) this is pretty funny. One of the first radio stations was in Kansas City, and it was started by a guy who I guess you could think of him as like an early version of Viagra salesman, but he would sell, he was, I guess, a doctor, maybe, and he would give men goat testicle implants to try to help them in the bedroom and said that you're only as old as your glands are anyway. So he wanted to promote his product all the time. And in between promoting it, he would bring on these different musical acts. And uh, that spread and it continued in Nashville. It's kind of interesting. It was a national, I think, life insurance company. And that started in 1925, and country music was something that wasn't, you know, people who lived in rural areas, they couldn't find that a lot, and so that was huge for them. So they would tune into radio stations, 
and they would learn about these products while they get to listen to this music that reminded them about, you know, either the old country or what their parents and grandparents had sung growing up and, and what they had. So interestingly, then in, uh, it was Sears and Roebuck who started a Chicago radio station, and every Saturday night they would promote this barn dance that had these real old-time fiddlers playing. And Nashville, which obviously now we consider to be the center of country music, like I said, it started with this insurance company, and they had this Saturday night barn dance as well, and the talent actually played for free just for the opportunity to get this promotion. And one thing, just a quick aside, in Nashville, they called the Saturday Night Barn Dance that actually changed, the name changed into the Grand Ole Opry, which obviously then became bigger and was a big in-person thing. But what was great for the business is that they could use this brand of the Grand Ole Opry that their listeners knew and associated with national life insurance and or I think was national life and accident insurance so their door-to-door salesman could knock on people's doors and say hey I'm here with the Grand Ole Opry and I would love to come in and talk to you for a few minutes about insurance so if you have listened to my early episodes in this podcast something that I love to teach people and and one of the reasons why stories are such a great way to impact your audience is because if you want to go grow faster you need to make your content entertaining or mix it in with something that's entertaining even if your content isn't so this is something that businesses have been taking advantage of for hundred years. It was also interesting. They were talking about these traveling medicinal elixirs that would go from town to town, essentially snake oil, and tell people why they were so great. They would have musical performers singing about their product. And that's how they would draw a crowd because they knew it was the entertainment that would draw people. And same with radio stations. They knew people would keep coming back and would pay attention if there was something entertaining. It couldn't just be promoting their product the whole time. So as you are thinking about how can I talk to my audience in a way that's going to be engaging or interesting, don't put all the pressure on my content. Like maybe you're in an area that frankly is pretty dry and that's okay. People still need it. But think about, just be creative and think about ways that you can either share some interesting stories that coincide with it or bring in someone or something that is entertaining so that you can connect yourself and align with them. I mean, collaborations are so huge right now. This is just one way that you can think outside the box of something that your audience would really enjoy, even if it's not necessarily a product or service that is selling something that is similar to what you offer, you know, or to your audience. Think of, it could just be something really entertaining that your audience would love and would keep them coming back. And that is how radio stations spread because these 
businesses were realizing it worked, they were getting a lot more products sold to uh, greater distances because people did listen to the advertisements in between the songs and it did make an impact. So I want you to think about that. I'm not telling you you need to go out and buy a ton of Facebook ads if you're not in a place to do that. I'm just saying think outside the box about how you can include entertainment or entertaining stories into what you're already offering. And if you would like more help in figuring out what this might look like for you and just to get regular story tips, join my challenges, maybe get win a giveaway for a free story review or be featured, join my Facebook group that has the exact same name as this podcast, The Business That Story Built. And I want to help you get more confident sharing who you are with your strongest asset, your stories. And I would love to know if you listen to this and you come up with some creative ideas, let me know what you came up with that you want to try out in your business. Uh, You can go ahead and DM me at Christy Bilbrey. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, happy storytelling. If you're ready to dive deeper into exploring the wealth of stories you have to offer, grab my free guide, Become Your Audience Bestie at bit.ly forward slash bestie podcast. That's bit.ly forward slash bestie podcast. You can also find the link in the description of this podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and I would be oh so appreciative if you would also take a moment to leave a review. Do you know someone else who needs this episode? Make sure to share the link with them. Thanks for listening.